everybody, welcome to episode 84 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, but you could call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit, Connor McDuff! Woo, 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 Fish gets upset basically every time we do this because he gets to introduce it, but I have I have all the fucking the quips. I do yeah. I get to yell my name and then I get to tell him to play the music at the end <laughs> every single time. And Fish Mate, I've had the same good. fucking intro for eighty four episodes. I'm That's I'm true. bored. <laughs> he wants he wants something new. I get to mix it up every time. Fish, I, this is the difference though. When people listen to us, people see you as the as the sane one, the nice guy. And they see me as the fucking cynic. A friend of mine who never listened to it before went, Dude, I listened to your Captain America podcast the other day. I'm like, oh yeah, did you like it? He's like, yeah. It's good because Fish is like like grounded and like guides it and you're kind of just like an asshole. <laughs> Pretty much. Thanks, man. Really fucking appreciate that. But he's not wrong because I am. I was like, you're not wrong there. That's pretty much right. So well, that's that's pretty much our relationship in, in general anyway. Like that's why we started this thing is because you would just go ahead and be a fucking dickhead and I would I just be like, Well dude, no. And you'd be and like, the, Yeah, no, the, you're right. The large majority of our friendship was like that. I used to we used to work together and I refused to make coffees every time I was on with him <laughs> and I and I would make him I'd be like, Oh, this customer wants a coffee, can you we're at a cinema can you make a coffee? And he's like, oh, all right. And I did it for a year. And every time he'd do it, at the end of <laughs> when you were leaving, you're like, you better fucking learn how to make coffees. And I re- I've known the whole time. I remember telling you, I was like, I've known the whole time. I just want you to make them for me. <laughs> Hence why you're my favorite sack of shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm hard to hate, but I'm hard to love. It's a tough, That's, it's a tough balance. Yeah, you're not fucking wrong. Well, Yes, Captain America. We reviewed the first Avenger last week. Uh, This week, we're getting on to the second movie in the Captain America saga. What's it called? Captain Canada. (laughs) Captain Britain. The the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. Leading up to Civil War, which it's only a matter of days away. I'm actually really excited. Me too. I'm glad you are because I've just I've just been uh, you know I've I've obviously just watched Winter Soldier. Um, I also went and watched Avengers which I want to talk a little bit about in a second. But now I'm pumped. I'm back into Marvel mode. You know, we've been doing DC for so long and I kind of, you know, it's hard to forget about Marvel, but like I kind of did because I've, I've sort of been just pushing it aside because... Because Avengers 2 was fucking shit and so was Ant-Man. Yes. So, well, Ant-Man wasn't that bad, but it was, it, they're very much the, the Marvel formula, which mm. we keep, you know, preying on. I went back and watched Avengers and I remembered that they can make a fucking great film. The, ev- yeah. the original Avengers is a fucking awesome movie. And I, I hadn't seen it for a long, long time. Probably since the cinema, actually. I don't know if I've seen it. No, I would have watched it before Avengers 2. But I, I really have forgotten it. And I kind of sat down to watch it because I thought, oh, I'll just get that little, little you know, bit of story taste, arc yeah. that's in between First Avenger and Winter Soldier so I can, you know, really get into it. And, you know, it does help. And, and that's one thing, you know, I think we forget about what Marvel is doing here by setting up this, you know, this cinematic universe. They're doing what they do with the comics as much as they can anyway by having, like, you don't have to watch every movie, but every movie adds a little bit to the story. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I really appreciate that because that's what I love about the comics. It's like I can come in and out of things and it's like if I want the full story, I can go fucking hard and I can get every issue of everything that relates to, you know, like the Civil War story arc. It was a huge, it did everything and I I still haven't got through that because it's massive. But or you could just read. Is it like a massive thing, the Civil War? Oh, yeah, so big. I, I even remember when it actually happened, like in the comic world, it like... There was one comic shop in Townsville at the time that I knew of, and they had like it plastered everywhere. And I was like, "What is this shit? This I don't want to read that." I was reading Friday the Thirteenth comics at the time, yeah. so I didn't really give a crap. But I remember it was huge at the time, but I didn't realize how big it was. I've gone in and tried to get all the comics about a year ago when you know I heard that Civil War was coming out in cinemas, so I wanted to get up on the story. And I've read probably the first half of it. You can get like a trade back of all the Civil War title, um, but that's only like 10 issues. And then there's like, I don't even know how many of all the other, like, you know, you've got your X-Men, you've got fucking Spider-Man, you've got... Uh, there's so many, hey. Oh, it just keeps going. And I, like, I, I kept, like, because I had this list I found on online that was going through the entire story. Like, if you wanted every little piece, like, there's bits in, in Daredevil comics where there's only actually, one I'm page. Reading, I'm reading the same thing right now. I'm reading all of the... Oh, the, the like, the list? The yeah, list. it's massive. Yeah. Like, so there's Fuck, like, that's a lot of comics. Oh, man. And I, I've pretty much bought them all, so it cost me a lot of money to get it all. But I said I haven't read it all. But, there, you know, there was things like you could wear, read a Daredevil comic where they, there'd only be, like, one reference to it if you want to get that deep into it, you know what I mean? Oh so it's God. like, not everything is, is fully set with it, but the civil war is going on in the world and, and they acknowledge it. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and that's one thing I do, I do like about the cinematic universe or, or the idea of the cinematic universe. I don't think they've quite got it there as much as they probably could have. Like even when they brought out like the agents of shield and stuff like that, yeah. it's like, Oh cool. This is set in the same world, but you know, obviously, it's a lot harder with movies because you can't you can't get all these big names into like this little TV show. So they're referencing people like Thor and the the New York incident in the Avengers movie, but you don't ever see these characters in it. And it's kind of like, well, in the comics, they can do that. They can just rock up yeah. right here, and it kind of leaves a hole and cheapens it a little bit for me. So, which is one thing I want to talk about with Winter Soldier as well when we get to it, but. I don't know. Well, let's get to it. Do you want to tell us what the plot is of Winter Soldier? Well, Winter Soldier, it follows Captain America now. He's in the future working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Basically, he's just a soldier and everything's going fine up until um, basically he gets betrayed by S.H.I.E.L.D. and basically can't trust anyone. We find out that S.H.I.E.L.D. is being run by Hydra. Those motherfuckers. There's a super soldier called the Winter Soldier that basically comes for the past 50 years pops up out of nowhere, does the dirty work and then goes away. And essentially we find out that the Winter Soldier's Bucky and they've brainwashed Bucky and they put him into freezing every time they don't need him and they take him out, brainwash him, get him to kill some people. And by the end of the film, uh, Captain America gets into his brain and and the Winter Soldier realises at least a little bit that he is Bucky and saves Captain America. S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra get defeated as well. They get destroyed. But yeah, that's kind of it. It's actually a pretty complicated plot, which is kind of cool, you know? Mm. It's not simple. It's very different. It's very different for a Marvel film. Yeah. And I think that's good, though. And that's one of the things I really liked was... And it's actually, like, a core part of the plot is that it's not simple. Like, you don't really know who the bad guys are the whole way through it. 
And that's exactly what Captain America struggles with. He's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know who's bad and who's good. Like, they're all, they're all kind of, at the start, people who seem bad seem good. At the uh, People who seem good seem bad. Then it just switches. And it's just this crazy mishmash of, like, you going, what the fuck? It kind of keeps itself going, though. It wasn't too complicated. I never found myself struggling too much to understand it. I don't know about you. How you no, felt about no, it. it's 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 simple enough, but it it has enough back and forward and twists and turns and shit just to keep you interested, especially for people like you and me who've been watching superhero movies way too much, and we just need something a little bit different. And this That's one it. is a superhero movie still. Like we still get all the bits and pieces that we yeah. want. We still get the guy in the fucking spandex kicking all kinds of ass, but it's more of a thriller this time around but i think at the same time it's probably the most superhero film out of all of them in a way and i think that's what's really cool is that it out of all these films it's it's very much a superhero film you've got crazy action you've got crazy set pieces you've got colorful characters you've got really witty quippy like quips and one-liners and a lot of cliches which marvel's known for you've got a bunch of different superheroes as well like it's a pretty big mishmash and on top of that it's a good story with and and i don't know it just feels like it feels like because it's so much a superhero film it isn't at all (laughs) yeah i know what you mean you know what i mean like there are it is a superhero film it very obviously is because it's about a good guy stopping the bad guys and they complicate that and make you feel it makes it feel complex but it's that's still what it is and You've got your antagonist and your protagonist, and I, it's just fucking well done. Like, well, the thing with your, your generic superhero movie is it's always yeah. very clear who the bad guy is and who the good guy and the, is. And, and the it, Marvel villains are fucking shit normally. Yeah. That's, that is probably the, one of the big things as well. Oh, absolutely. They actually have a, a cool villain that they do something with for once. That's, that's saying a lot considering they've had so many fucking movies and they only get it right every now and then. Like, it still baffles me. But the fact that it isn't so clear, like even, like it's it's sort of pointed out that the Winter Soldier is the nemesis, but he's not really, is he? Like, because he's Bucky, you know, he's brainwashed and, and then we don't know who is Hydra. We don't know if S.H.I.E.L.D. are just full corrupt or if it's all Hydra. Like, it's just, it's all it's all over it. And I think that works though, because he is based, he is, it's called the Winter Soldier. Like, it's about him. It focuses around him, but they, it uses him really well, I think. He's very mysterious up until he's revealed. I feared for every character that faced him. Like when Black Widow faces him, I was oh, like, no. I was like, fuck man. Like this, I genuinely was like, this guy cannot lose. Like he's too no. fucking good. I actually, I, I remember when I first seen this movie, I, I likened Winter Soldier a lot to the Terminator. Yeah. Not only because of his robotic arm, but the fact that fucking, how do you beat this guy? Like, yeah. I don't even think Captain America could take this guy down. And Captain America's a super soldier. This guy is fucking lethal. And the way they shoot it as well. Like, it's it's shallow depth of field whenever he's on camera. The shots are always really hazy and misty um, mm. up until the end. Like, did you notice that? Like, when he's walking down the street, you hear that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And it's like, this shallow, it's fucking great. Like, it's just fucking awesome. I love that shot um, when, you know, when he puts the, the bomb under... Oh, the car? Fury's car. That's Fuck, like great. That was from the trailers and, and, you know, the bit where he catches the, the shield as well. It's like, holy shit, he caught Captain America's shield. Like, nobody catches that shield. I do like that he was just so unstoppable. There's, like, there's so many villains out there that are just so generic in every other Marvel film that you're just like, oh, well, so the good guys are just gonna beat them. Like, they'll have one little bit of hardship and then they beat them. Captain America doesn't actually beat him. 
It's just the you know the way that he he's able to win him over with you know memories. Well, he he does he does beat him. Like there is that moment where he does win, where he chokes him out. Like I think that. Oh uh, yeah, of, true. But he comes back. Where, like he comes back, and Bucky's got him on the ropes. Yeah, I mean, at like, the end. I think they're matched up, but it, it's clear that like Captain America could have killed him at that point. Like he choked him out and wanted. to Yeah, be, but that's like, kind of Captain America's weakness, which, which is a funny thing because like he's he he. He went sympathetic on Bucky, but one thing about Captain America is that he actually does kill people. Yeah, it's kind of... He, he's a soldier, which I like about him. I actually like that about Marvel. Marvel really does that well, where they don't really... Like, killing people isn't really... Like, they're bad guys. They're going to get fucking murdered. Well, it's 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 super funny, because just coming off that massive Batman retrospective, it's kind of ingrained in my head that the good guys don't kill, kill people anymore because yeah. we made such a big deal out of that. And then watching, especially in this movie, like he's up there with guns, fucking shooting people. He's, he's like, he's killing people everywhere. And it's like, oh shit, okay. No fucks given. I like this. I kind of, I'm, I'm feeling how relaxed they are with, you know, taking out people because it is, it's a war. Like people are yeah. going to die. Like we can't fucking sugarcoat this. That's why, I, you know, I, f- to me, Captain America loses because he was sympathetic towards his old friend who's trying to kill him. And at the end, Bucky gets him and could have killed him. But then it's because, you know, of that friendship that is basically the way that Captain America won. Yeah. And I like that. I think, it's, I think it's cool because I do find it a little bit, just the fact that Captain America could choke him out. I was like, ah, like I just, I liked this Winter Soldier character so much. Like I felt like that was just such an easy way to beat him. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, the the final fight was fucking boss. But this is the other thing. Did you feel like the 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 their altercation, the first one they have together, like in the well, the second one, the, it's like in the middle of the film in the street, is is better than the end. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because I, I like that scene. Fucking sticks with me, man. Yeah. And the, the end is great, and I think there's there's aspects of it that I don't like, and I do like, just like you're saying. But for some reason, I did not enjoy it anywhere as much as them fighting in that fucking street. And we've brought it up street. month, like for for like a year. We've probably been talking about it when Bucky has the knife and he's just mm. drawn. Oh fuck, man! Mm. That just gives me life. Well, it's honestly. it's. That scene is so cool because that's the part where we see how much of a badass the Winter Soldier is and really what the fuck are they going to do to beat this? And you actually feel for your protagonist. Like you were scared for him because it's like, like, and Captain America is, and like, for me, I was like, fuck, I love, like, by the way, from after watching these two films, Captain America is my favorite Avenger now, like. Yeah. Hands down. I like after watching these two, I was like, you're, you're the fucking best, dude. Like, he is whoever, awesome. thank your writers, Chris Evans, because you have the coolest superhero. And after this one as well, he's he's just the fucking best. It's and weird because that- he was kind of like, like in the comics, like I haven't read too much Captain America, but like I kind of find him pretty generic in the, in the comics. He's not, doesn't have any character. He doesn't yeah. have, but they, they found a way to give this guy character. Um, he's just fucking awesome. He just does everything. He's just like, yeah. I think he's kind of looked, he's kind of looked down upon by everyone. And he's just, but he's just this pimp. Like, he's like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm doing what's right. And not he in does like it a the way. Right way, yeah. And that's the whole point, especially of this film. It's like, who do I trust? What is right? What is wrong? He's and I love that. And he's questioning himself what is right, yeah. Like, here's the difference between Superman and Captain America. This whole film centers around him struggling to find out what's right, just like the yeah. both Superman films. But in this, like, he makes 
ultimatums and he makes choices, drastic choices that may not be the best option. And he's okay with that. Yeah. But he's not just handed the right answer. Like Superman yeah. like Superman dies at the end, so he doesn't really have to deal with it. This one he's like, nah, fuck shield. Like that's one of my favorite moments as well. Nah, fuck yeah. shield. See you, bro. Like he's just like, no way. That's not happening. And and they and they, they call that out as well. Like they talk about how, you know, he's a soldier and he's used to taking orders because he, he feels like he's been on the right side, but he's not he's not sure if he's on the right side anymore. He doesn't know yeah. who is doing the right thing. So he's going to do it his own way because he's all about doing the right thing. And that's that's what I love about Captain America as well is he's so pure in his right and wrong. Even though he's questioning it, he'll still find what he believes in his heart is the right thing to do and he's going to follow that. He's not just a soldier. Yeah, and he also like... I don't know, and this is where he takes charge, this film, where he actually becomes a captain. Like, he's yeah. leading... He's yeah. like, nah, he's no nonsense. He doesn't fuck around. I, I love it. I just Well, that's, that's one funny thing character. I actually noticed in Avengers watching it, and I, I do vaguely remember it, is like they all sort of just start to look towards him, but it's never really called out that he is the leader of yeah, the Avengers. Yeah, he's just kind of there. He's actually yeah. probably the most fucking useless of all the Avengers in that film. He's probably, <laughs> like, in that film, he's yeah. probably the most useless. Like, even, like, especially with... I don't really remember the Avengers very well, but he basically just kind of, like... Like, in the ship sequence, he's just, like, fixing a fucking circuit board or something. Yeah, and he's, then, well, he's helping um, Iron Man Iron fix Man. The, the broken fan thing, yeah. And then he's really useless, and then the final battle, he's doing nothing really is he's he? just, he just yeah he's just fighting generic guys he's just fighting the chatori and just kind of and he's bad at it like he i remember he almost dies he like uh, they should have grenaded him and he hides behind his shield yeah like he has some he has some great scenes but like he's he's pretty much like the batman of the avengers he he's yeah like even though he's got super strength and all that he doesn't have a fucking iron man suit he's not a, a god he's not a hulk you know, does he become more relevant in Avengers Two? Um, I really can't remember Avengers Two. I actually did buy it the other day. I got that in Ant Man. I'm going to watch them before Civil War. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like he has come more into his Captain title because of this movie. Like this movie has really shot him up. He's 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 the man now. You know, like he's in charge. Like he calls the shots, and he's got all these other much much more talented i guess like they've got bigger and better talents but he is the guy who coordinates everything and it's kind of the same with like black widow she's could be useless but they do make her stand up with these guys like she has her little electrocution fucking yeah node things that she throws at people and like she still has ways of incapacitating people so i even though even in the avengers but like, they still stand up. They're still there and fighting with these guys. So I feel like they still have purpose. But it's not until this movie that I feel like Captain America really steps up to his role. They really... This film basically is like, hey, you want to know why you love Captain America? Here's fucking why, bitch. And they just play this. They're like, yeah. there you go. Because this yeah. film is just... He's ju they just make him out to be the fucking coolest dude. Honestly, the whole way through it, you're just like, fuck, you're cool. We, we didn't really talk about it last week. And it's something that I've always had a a little bit of an issue with with Captain America is his uniform. Now, I really like, you know, his shirt and fucking whatever. I like his, his normal kit, but they, they've they really struggled to make that helmet look cool. They, they always fucking have, though. Like, they struggle so much. I'm actually looking at the, the cinematic universe outfits as we speak, 
and seeing how they've changed. And it's it's a hard thing to pull off. Like, it's not a cool-looking fucking uh, mask. Like, it looks good in, in a comic form when you've got, like, a square-jawed comic hero. Chris Evans is pretty fucking close to it. But it just doesn't look cool. And the one of the Avengers. Do you remember the Do you remember the outfit in the Avengers and how fucking horrible it was? Yeah, I was, like, watching it just before... He, he's just walking around in it throughout the, the, you know, the ship and stuff. And it's just, it's literally just spandex and with these stupid red booties. And it just looks so dumb. It's fucking horrible. The outfit is fucking abysmal. I didn't <laughs> I'm, looking mind- at- <laughs> I'm looking at them all now. It's so bad. I didn't mind his outfit in the first Avenger, like the, the, the World War II style. Well, he's like a soldier. It looks fucking pimp. Yeah. And, you know, they actually, he comes back into that at the end of Winter Soldier you know, when he goes and grabs it from the from the museum, which was really cool. But, like, I, I don't so much have a, a problem with his outfit, but it's more the helmet. And I feel like they've really just realized as they've gone through the movies that they should just take it off. <laughs> like, he's, he always starts out with it. And then he it as the movies have progressed, like, first Avenger, he had it on most of the movie. Avengers, he had it on pretty much until the end when somebody actually takes it off him with that grenade scene that you were talking about where the Jatari like fucking blow him out of the window and he puts the shield up. And then in this one, he pretty much has his mask on for that boat scene at the start. And then he almost has it off for the rest of the movie. <laughs> they do well with it though. I have a big issue when the characters don't wear their shit and I'm like, why aren't you fucking wearing it? It makes no sense. But they, yeah. they kind of make it, they have it make sense in this one, which is good. Well, there's always um, kind of a reason for him to be taking it off yeah. and doing it. And like in this one, he's not so much being Captain America for most of the movie. He's only Steve Rogers. So it's true. You know, I really yeah. like it. I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Actually, for Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. Iron Man. Does Iron Man change a lot? Iron Man's outfit. Uh, like he's got all the different marks of it, but uh, it pretty much looks the same from. Memory. It always looks the fucking. To me, it does anyway. Like I don't think I've ever been able to tell the difference. Well, they kind of got it right the first time. It looks fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever given a shit either, to be honest. Like, I'm kind of always just like, whatever. Fuck you, Iron Man. I was oh, don't you to... like Iron Man? No, I was actually... Well, I do. I just, like, I'm over it because he's so dumb. As a character, I was talking to my friends about Civil War and Winter Soldier and stuff, and we were, I was, like, saying, I'm like, Winter Soldier is just the fucking, like... Captain America is the most interesting Avenger out of all of them. He's the most interesting um, for me. Like, I want to see his story more than anyone else's. Black Widow's great, and so's Hawkeye. But, like, I, I love his character. And then I was like, Iron Man's just done. Like, he's had three fucking movies. His, his arc ended in Iron Man 3. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to be Iron Man anymore. It was a huge deal. I read that they just blew it off, because it doesn't come up in Avengers 2. He's just Iron Man again. Like, yeah, that's right. They're just like, all right, well, fuck it. And he's just Iron Man again. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And, like, I'm just done with him, like, as a character. I'm like, he's just a piece of shit, basically. I'm like, you're a piece of shit, human. We get that. I do I do really enjoy him, though. It would be a battle between Iron Man and, and Captain America for my favourite. It's probably, for me, it would be uh, Captain America and Banner. Because I just love Mark Ruffalo's. Oh, yeah. Mark well, Ruffalo's Hulk, Bruce Banner's Hulk's great. a whole different thing. He's his own thing. <laughs> I almost don't even they... think of him as part of the Avengers. I think of him as the Hulk. He why, carries the why team. Why do they insist on like making all these new, introducing these new superheroes and not making a Black Widow or a Hawkeye or a Hulk film blows my mind. Uh, mm. I, it kinda, I actually don't understand why. I think it's just because they're trying to cram in as many superheroes as they can, to be honest. Yeah. Um, well... They really should have made a Hulk movie after Avengers because everyone was on the Hulk train. 
Yeah. Like, the Hulk is the fucking best thing about Avengers, especially when he smashes Loki. Holy crap. <laughs> Beauty God. I, I just fucking... Um, I was just thinking about the Hulk and I got all giddy. It's obviously because they made the two Hulk films that flopped, both of them. But that's not Hulk's fault. Hulk's got the fucking easiest story to tell. He's so aggressive. Like, yeah, yeah. That's come it. on. But maybe that's it. Maybe, like, him on his own isn't as interesting as him just coming and fucking up a bunch of shit for 10 minutes. I wonder if, like, after... Like, this is the other thing. Obviously, we're getting off topic with the Winter Soldier, but this is probably the most interesting conversation we've had about superheroes. Um, I wonder if <laughs> after, after Phase 3, which is what we're in now... Is this the end of Phase 2? No, Avengers is always the end of the phase. Yeah. I wonder if after Phase 3, they introduce Hulk, because that's what I'm curious about. I think there was... I think I did read something about there is eventually going to be a Hulk movie. Well, they, they kind sure. of... Look, I, I think Marvel has kind of struck gold with Spider-Man. Um, oh, yeah. Because getting, sure. getting him on board is the best fucking thing ever. They've pushed back in humans because they're releasing a Spider-Man movie next year called Homecoming. And I'm already excited. Like, just because it's Spider-Man. Yeah, like, no, for sure. He's, he's the fucking bomb. The comic Civil War, it's all about Spider-Man, in a way. Like, he's in the middle of it all. He's the, he's the protagonist. Like, he's just the fucking man, always. And they finally got him. Yeah, it's, gonna ch- it's a game changer. It's funny, I for the posts on our Facebook for our last, um, the first Avenger podcast... Our little slogan on it was, is Captain America the, the best, best Avenger? Avenger? And somebody said, he is until Spider-Man comes in. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so there with you, brother. Because that's like, as soon as Spider-Man comes in, there's no one else. Like, Spidey is the man. He is, he is the fucking man. If they fuck up this movie, I'm going to be really disappointed. I know, right? Um, I, I'm kind of disappointed though as well, because I feel like if they stuck with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, I'd be kind of happy. Only if they didn't make the second film though, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because uh, yeah. that was Andrew uh, Garfield was really good as Peter Parker. I I don't care was. what anyone says. I think he's definitely the best so far, and he could have fit in with this this Marvel universe. I I know they've gone for a younger person, and like I don't really know much about this guy who's playing it. But I'm I'm you know I'm keen to see the take on it. But I just get so sick of seeing new versions of Spider Man. Let's just stick with one and go with it. Yeah, I think they will from this point. Marvel owns Tom Holland. Well, now, now they've so. got him. So yeah, but doesn't Sony still own a little bit of it? Isn't does Sony Sony, st- Sony owns it? They've made a deal, but I yeah. think Sony's like, fuck, we're gonna make shitloads of money, so they're just gonna let it happen. Um, yeah, yeah, they're not dumb. So well, are they making the Spider-Man movie? Do no, you know? Marvel's making it. Okay. So it's 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 all Marvel basically. I think Sony's just like, you make it, we make the money. Good. But I mean, Sony could still do like spin-offs and stuff like that. So they like I have heard about Venom movies and there was a Sinister Six movie coming, but I know that got canned. Yeah, there was Sinister Six, wasn't there? There's was, I don't know, I think I think they're just going, they're letting Marvel do their thing and they'll go from there. That's what I'd do anyway if I was a Sony CEO. I also yeah. wouldn't uh, try and trademark the word let's play, but you know, whatever Sony, you fuckheads. Um, anyway, I think we should be back on the Winter Soldier. Yeah, well, let's go back. I, actually, I do want to. I do have a question about the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Winter Soldier, in terms of Bucky, it's why was it Bucky? Why did they choose him? Did it have to be Bucky? Why? Like, I feel like it could have just been anyone. Like, why did they go fish this guy out of the bottom of the fucking mountain? where he fell off the train in First Avenger. What, didn't, like, they, didn't they find him? Is that like, I'm not sure. That's what I'm, uh, I'm, I'm asking. Is like, I, I don't understand. Like, why couldn't it just be some random Hydra guy? Because Bucky wasn't like a significant soldier. You well, know what I mean? Well, he was. He was a commando. So like, I mean, 
they they were doing some pretty crazy shit, if you remember. They were pretty... Well, they were, but I'm sure there's like a Hydra equivalent to him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think I think it was a matter... I think there's a... I, I'm actually reading about it now. I'm trying to find out for you. But I think... One, I think they just found him. Like, I think they just came across him. Like, I could have understand if they were going to use him against Captain America, which I'm sure is yeah. probably the, the original storyline or it was somewhere in this movie and I just didn't pick it up. But, like, obviously that didn't happen because he comes back 50-something years later. And, like, so, why so did it... Why I've did it a- have to... Like, they're saying over the last 50 years. So, that, were they putting him in, into hibernation... And then they would take him out to kill somebody and then freeze him again? Yeah, so basically when they're like, all right, fuck, we're actually in a bit of trouble. Oi, take out our secret weapon. Took him out, got him to do all the dirty work, like impossible, the shit that's impossible, and then they'd put him back in. Okay, so my next question is, why didn't they just build more of these people? So what I'm reading here is due to his enhanced physiology produced by heart. So basically, you know when they find him in First Avenger and he's like all done, like he's been tested on? Ah, so those yes. tests made okay. him basically right. made him like because they're trying to create another super soldier like Captain That's America. Right. Yep. So okay, basically, they sense. they have replicated it in their own way. So that's why it's like why aren't there more Captain Americas? Basically, mm. so the it's it's that's that's the reason pretty much. Mm. Um, okay. So it would have been a, a, that and the fact that he was also found by Hydra because Hydra was only located in Germany at the start, if you mm. remember. Yeah. Um, and the tests that I'm pretty sure they couldn't do anymore. Yeah. So I think there was a few reasons. It's not really well explained. I had to go look it up, but I didn't even question it to be honest. That's a really good question. It was only this time watching it through that I, I sort of asked about it. Cause like, I just always yeah. assumed that they built him because he was Bucky. He was Captain America's bestie. And it was some way of, you know, getting under Captain America's skin. Like it's just a way to get and beat him. But I, it really isn't, that's not it. Well, it maybe be a little bit, but like it's not really. Yeah. Know? So that's interesting. I that's I do wish they kind of went into that a little bit more because I find that really interest interesting in itself. Like, because he's such a cool character. Just like, why did it need to be Bucky? And I want it to be Bucky because I really like that twist of events. Hey, you know what was a really good thing in this film? Also, was um, you know how the the Smithsonian has the Captain America exhibit. Yeah. And it was a real. It's one of the best uses of exposition i've ever seen oh, in a fucking film awesome right how good is it <laughs> so sweet captain america walking through his own museum yeah fuck just, man let's recap it up and like even you the little kid seeing him and him and shush, shush, like, shush yeah. i'm here like ah oh, it's just like a cool little connection and, and it makes you just like him even more such a save the cat moment i love it i was i was actually really satisfied with that as well that was something I had to really like that that whole scene. I don't know. This movie like doesn't really have any bad scenes, to be honest. Let's be real. They kind of pull yeah, off. Really. They pull off the impossible and make everything pretty great. The like when you find out about the brain that's in the computer. Yeah. Up, like that was fucking great. So like cool. what a what a great link to the original film. And it's good. Once again, the exposition is amazing. Like they show you that Winter Soldier killed Tony Stark's dad. Like that's. I think that's going to be one of the biggest reasons for Civil War Two. I think if that doesn't come up, we'll be disappointed. But he finds out yeah, that the, the man who killed his father and and like Steve Rogers is like, no, like I can't let you do that. I think that'll mm. be something because it's all about Bucky, isn't it? In this new film, is it not? Well, I know he. Well, he's he's now teamed up with Cap, so I don't know if it's yeah. all about him, but it's it's definitely it's a huge part of it. Well, the original Civil War in the comics, it's like about a bunch unmasking of, the heroes, isn't it? Pretty much, because a bunch of like kid superheroes go out and blow up a school. 
and it's kind of like, well, we need to keep these guys on a leash um, because yeah. there's so many of them now. You know, even though there's the big dogs out there doing the the right thing, like the Avengers, they they're not really answering to anyone. So it's like they just need to come and register, and and their identification needs to be in the government yeah. registry and all that sort of shit. So I and I like obviously it's going to be something similar to that, but I'm not I'm. Like, I haven't really watched too many trailers. I feel feel like it'll be different because all of the first superheroes in the film are known, except for Paul Rudd's Ant-Man. Like, Captain America is known as Steve Rogers. Yeah, true, eh? And Iron Man is known as Tony Stark. Uh, Black Widow is known as Natasha Romanoff. Uh, Nick Fury is known as the the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Spider-Man isn't known. Black Panther isn't known. But Black Panther's on Tony's side. The Vision is the Vision. Like, all the superheroes are known. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I'm actually excited because I feel like it'll be good to see something different. I think what it'll be is a lot to do with um, the fact that S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone. S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone. And the Avengers initiative is like turned to shit. Because Scarlet Witch is in it now as well. So I feel like... Well, that's Scarlet, it. I, I think what will be happening it. is people will be, you know, going off and going rogue and, and dishing yeah. their own brand of justice. And and, the, and it's like, Tony, probably Tony Stark wants to wants to run the show. He wants to be Bring there. it back, yeah. And it will be. It'll be something to do with his ego and, you know, he's, you know, talking with some governor or something like that and yeah. then they're going to be, uh, you know, he's like, well, we need to register all these people and unmask them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm keen to see where it goes. I, um, like, I really like the way they did it in the comics, but obviously they can't go that way. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they do bring in just a bunch of random superheroes, though, like, to, to fill that gap, because there needs to be a lot of people involved in this thing, and that's, that's why I, I actually find it really strange that Civil War is a Captain America movie. I would have thought it would have been an Avenger movie, um, because it's such no, a big event. I, but I think, I mean, like, now, by this time, titles are pretty fucking redundant. Like, Captain America Civil War, not Civil War, Winter Soldier is probably the only one that's a Captain America film, but, like, you know, at this point, it's it's just becoming these are these are Marvel films. Like- That's it. And it's funny you say that because I want to segue into what I was talking about a little bit before with what I like about the comics and how everything comes in and out of each other, but it's a lot harder to do that in the cinematic universe. And that's my biggest problem with things, at least Winter Soldier. It's like all this shit is going down. The Winter Soldier is out destroying Washington. Where yeah. the fuck are the rest of the Avengers? What are I they think, doing? I think one of the things that they did well in this, though, is that it creates a sense of urgency. Like, the attack Captain America has over S.H.I.E.L.D. is... It's all quiet. Like, no one knows about it except for the agents involved. So, like, while it would have been nice to see, like, people come up to, like, Nick Fury's funeral or something, like, mm, Black Widow yeah, and true. Cap are on the run. No one knows where they are. They're not... They don't trust anyone. They probably... They don't trust Banner. They don't trust Iron Man. They don't trust anyone around them. Yeah, but I feel like other people would be involved, even if it was, like, you know, Iron Man comes in and is working... Well, maybe not Iron Man, because he's a bit of a... You know, does his own thing, but, like, somebody else would come in and be on the side of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Hydra or think they're on the side of S.H.I.E.L.D. I just feel like you can't have this this universe and them not be there. I think what I think the only time it would have really made sense is at the the end where they're fighting the big ships. But even then, that's done. That starts as a sneak attack. Like it's all so. Well, quick. it does, but that's that's from Captain America's side of things. But like you know, you've got Shield who have the connection to the Avengers. So 
why aren't they calling in the Avengers to fight to Captain, America? Captain America? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's just petty, whingy stuff. I can understand why they can't do it from budgetary reasons and all that sort of thing, but, like, it's the one thing that I've, I've constantly questioned because it's the one thing I kind of expected. If they're going to go and do this, this universe, these characters need to be at least acknowledged and, and thought about and things like that, which they do. Usually, they'll just do, like, a little tip of the hat to something. Like, they always yeah. say, oh, fucking God came down with a thunder god with his hammer i remember the worst one for it was thor 2 when you know there's a whole fucking um invasion from these dark elves or some bullshit and it's like where is the rest of the avengers this is a world invasion it's exactly the same as the chitari coming down in avengers where are these guys and i think like you're right though like you know now we've got civil war it's got the two biggest in it um obviously we're going to get a lot of cameos from the other guys so it's it's become more of that universe that I'm I'm hoping for. So yeah, I mean, like on a side note, Thor's fucking ridiculous. That's why. <laughs> yeah, Thor sense. is fucked. Because Thor one nice. and two are shit films, and he's fucking nonsensical. The only time Thor was good is in Avengers, the first one, because it was kind of yeah. his film. Fuck well, Avengers. it's kind of well, it's like it's like the Hulk. He's he's a cool sub character. I lo- yeah. I really like Thor as a character. I just don't like his movies. The movies well, are like, shit. Thor in the second Avengers film, he's like BRB. You got to go swim in a pool. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, look, back on the Winter Soldier again. I yeah. think, I, I look, I agree, but I, I kind of just don't care anymore. I'm not, I'm not big enough into it to, for it to be a big issue. The Winter Soldier, I was just happy watching Captain America fuck shit up. Honestly, he's just the most satisfying superhero. Like that scene in the elevator. Oh my oh, God. Oh, so good. That's the one thing. Like there's so many good moments in this movie that make yeah. up such a great film like the elevator scene that that start um boat infiltration scene where yeah. he like sparta kicks that guy and throws oh, a knife yeah. through some other guy's hand a la fucking starship troopers <laughs> yeah he's just so cool and the shield play like that was one thing we talked about last week like the fights weren't as good as we remember because we'd seen this movie and it's fucking on point there's even like that fight like it's like a fucking street fighter battle with the you know the head honcho of the boat at the end of the infiltration yeah, scene yeah. at the start it's just like, cool hey the showdown <laughs> it's shot like a, a street fighter fight and i love it but yeah no it's just and the action is 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 just on point and because you actually care about the characters and we and we fear for the characters it makes it all that much better this is the best action i've seen in a in a marvel film for sure like just the way it's shot and what happens on screen it's the most entertaining to watch and this is coming from, like, the only other thing that was more entertaining is watching the Hulk in Avengers 1. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was another fantastic sequence. But this just takes a cake for me because it's just so great watching Chris yeah, Evans do, do, a, do a fucking twirl in the air and kick two people at once. I was just yeah. like, oh, my fucking God. Hey, did you see that Um, he's, like, the bad... He's, well, he's not a bad guy, but he's... Well, like, actually, he is. He's part of Hydra in the end. Like, you know, there's the main, like honcho for shield like you know the guys in the in the elevator like there's that main guy who's sort of running that little squad of people and there's another guy who slicks his hair back and he's kind of got like that lazy eye yeah he's in fucking everything the russian yeah fucking everything that guy's an aussie actor eh? like he was in fucking yeah he's in home and away and underbelly um Um, what's his name uh callan mulvey isn't he in london has fallen Um, I don't think he's in London as Fallen, but he's been in Batman v Superman. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's the Russian, and he's the Russian in Batman v Superman. He was also in Zero Dark Thirty, Three Hundred, Rise of an Empire, Winter Soldier, 
and then Batman Superman. He's in fucking Warcraft and he plays the same character in every movie. He's just he like does. some henchman guy. And it's like, why is this guy the go-to henchman? Like, I feel like there's so many, like, I don't know. He's not bad and it's great that he's Aussie. Like, good on him for getting out there. But like, I don't think he's really that cool. He kind of just does this weird look and like me and my girlfriend back point him out in every fucking movie we see. It's that guy again. God damn it. That he's, I, I don't think, I'm trying to think of more movies he's in. He's in, he's in too much. Why yeah. is he in... Like, get another actor. Fucking hell, honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you know, he's found his niche and he's getting some work, so... I don't know. Yeah, Good you do him. you, bro. You do, do you. you. That's, that's hey. the film side of you coming out there, Fish. That's like me. I'm like, fuck it on you, man. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You know, <laughs> what do you do for a living? I play bit parts in really successful films, get paid <laughs> lots of money to basically die. <laughs> there was actually another guy. He was a, an ex... Rugby league player, I can't remember Ian something, um, but he was kind of this role like ten years ago. He was in um, he was in Superman Returns. He was in something. He's, he was always just like a henchman because he was a big guy and he had like the shaved head, and um, but he was always the same role. And I remember just being like, "Fucking hell, this guy has gone from playing rugby league to yeah. being like in all these massive American movies." But he did the same thing every time. And he only did it for probably, you know, five years. But I, I haven't really seen him since. But Ian, Ian, fuck, I can't remember his name. But yeah, it's interesting. Maybe it's just like they just like getting big Aussie guys to play henchmen in American movies because we're big tough motherfuckers. I think, I think they just like Australians, to be honest. I think it's just they're fans of Aussies. Who isn't a fan of Aussies? That's true. We're like a novelty for people, I think. Yeah. Like oh, no, people no. are like, oh, you're Australian. Say something Australian. Say khakis. <laughs> khakis. I didn't go ate my baby. Dingo fucking ate my hell. Money. Hey, what did you think of Falcon? He's pretty fucking white bread, to be honest. I don't. I kind of like the, the the character, but I I kind of just I don't know. Falcon's pretty boring. Let's be real. He's just a guy with wings. But well, um, I remember we laughed. I remember we laughed that he was the Avenger that we saw in Ant Man. Oh yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> They Pretty. couldn't get anyone else, so they got the guy who played fucking Falcon. Falcon. I, yeah. I quite like him. I, I, I like him for the reason that it gives Cap a buddy, and they, they're they pretty cool together. Like, I'm I'm down with that little friendship, so I quite like that actor. I can't remember yeah, his name, I, but see, he's a funny I mean? dude. Like, I like the actor. The character's cool. The fucking superhero himself, like, what he wears and stuff is, is just kind of lame. Like, I don't know. To well, be honest, I think I'm they kind of. Like- I think they made him look kind of badass, though. Like, he is... Like, he's just a guy flapping around with metal wings, but, like, he still looks kind of cool. There's a he's shot pretty- where he, like, is floating up, and I think he's shooting at Winter Soldier. He's just, like, sort of floating there. He gets two Uzis out, and he's like... Yeah, that's the, that's the... I literally was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Him with his Uzis. I, I'd be keen to watch him go full superhero, though. That'd be cool. Mm. Well, isn't he, like, one of the big dogs in the new Avengers, like, that we saw at the end of... Age of Ultron from memory, and it was kind of like, who are these guys? <laughs> Such like a nothing accumulation of nobody characters. Oh, fucking hell. I just, Avengers 2, man, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Look, I, should we wrap this up? We're, we've talked about everything but the Winter Soldier. Well, I want to um, finish, finish it on. Um, Sam J got a pretty big part in this movie as well, which I, I thought was very nice to see because I'm always a fan of Mr. Jackson. And he has one of the best scenes as well with that car scene. Oh my God, how good is it? Holy crap. Like, 
you talk about action that's how you do action like the part where they're just ramming that fucking window and it's it's the car's telling him how much like percentage it has left before it smashes and it's got one percent then he just gets up this fucking gun and takes everyone out and it's like oh such a badass that's one of my that 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 scene with that gun is just amazing where he's like now i just really like that character as well because they don't just they don't bench him you know they they give him shit to do like even in avengers there's a part where one of the the planes is flying off yeah he goes out and tries he blows up a fucking plane like he's he's part of the team and in this he's part of the team as well and that's why when you know he supposedly dies you you're kind of like shit yeah that was um definitely one of the better parts is him doing that car bit actually all the actions in this great i didn't actually i never had a problem with any of it they did well it's a well done film let's wrap it up look I fucking love it, eh? This is my favourite Marvel film, bar Guardians Galaxy. Been through it before. Not a superhero film. This is great. I give it, honestly, everything about it was fantastic. It's a four out of five. Yeah, I'm up there as well. I'd say, I don't know if it's my favourite because you've got Guardians and you've got the original Avengers. I think the original Avengers is probably my favourite. This is like a close second in there. Close second? Yeah, close second. Probably just... Oh, no, Guardians is above this because I just love Chris Pratt. But fucking... It's up there. That's what I'm saying. It's a good fucking movie, mainly because it's different. They did. They tried something different with this one. They they put a little bit of treachery in there. Like, we don't really know who are the good or the bad guys. And it's, it's nice to just get away from such clean-cut characters that we normally see in these fucking Marvel movies and superhero movies in general. Chris Evans is just fantastic as Captain America, as we've always said. The action's on par with every, any of the better action movies getting up there. Like The thing with this movie is you can watch this as a standalone film as just a good action flick. You don't yeah. need to see it as a part of all the rest of the, the universe. Like Obviously, it helps, but this stands out from the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe just as its own thing because it's, cause it's different enough to give it some character. And that's the biggest thing that i like about it i do find that it, it kind of drags at parts especially on this viewing like it's it's a pretty long movie i think it's just over two hours it's about long. two and a half hours generally it's it's it keeps me captivated so i give it a four out of five as well nice i'm happy i think that's fair to be honest i think we've done well it's fucking good what's next week fish civil war Ooh, yes like i said i am excited I'm I'm uh, pumped, especially after watching all these movies. I'm just excited to see more Cap, and I'm excited to see more fucking niggling within the ranks. And what better way to do it than actually have a civil war amongst our our favorite heroes? You're damn right. Nothing better than a good niggling. <laughs> Niggle but up and I'm fucking hyped. Hopefully, it does everything right and not everything wrong. Mm. It only ever goes two ways. It's never just in the middle. But I'm very I just, excited. I'm, I just don't want them to fuck up Spider-Man. Oh, I don't think they don't. will. But if they fuck up Spider-Man, I'll, I'll lose hope in humanity. Um, but I've got my <laughs> IMAX tickets. I'm going Thursday night. I'm fucking ready. It's going to be good times. I'll be there Thursday day, probably, to be honest. Yeah. I've, I've actually got a location scout for a film during the day. So I'm kind of like planning around it. <laughs> like, oh, sick. It's near Broadway. So we need to scout a cinema yeah. that's playing Civil War. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm pretty sure inside of event cinemas, uh, there's, a pretty good, there's a pretty good place for a, for a dinner scene. Let's It'll try work that. for, yeah, a great dinner scene. Like, we'll just go in there and sit there for two and a half hours just to make sure, like, see what the, the foot traffic's like. <laughs> no, I feel you. <laughs> turns out, sorry, guys, turns out this place isn't good. Sorry. Oh, well. 
Good thing we scouted. Yeah, well, that's what scouting is, isn't it? That's what scouting is. All right. Well, until next week, guys, please get on our Facebook. Give us some comments whether you like or fucking hate our shit. If you uh, have seen Civil War, please comment on it because we won't be doing the review until probably Monday. So if you see it over, over the weekend, we want to get your shit on the podcast. Please get amongst it. You can find all our episodes on Podbean or on iTunes. Subscribe there. Never miss a fucking episode. We've got 84 up now. You have plenty to choose from. But next week, Civil War, we'll join you then. Have fun, guys. Play the music, fish. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Captain America, The Winter Soldier, its marketing or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Taking a Stand is performed by Henry Jackman. (laughs) 